looking better. Okay, that looks that better? way better. Hello there. It's them. Blast them. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Yay. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every single time I look over and I see it, all I can see is Mustafar. It looks like the lava. <laughs> Us recording it looks like Anakin's just burning in lava the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. It's fine. Yes, that's what our that's what our sound waves look like. Anakin, exactly like that. I'm gonna take lava. a picture. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna post it to our story later because am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we here. We're we're doing it. We are doing it. What are we drinking this week, Maggie? Uh, we are drinking the. Sorry, I have like so much shit in front of me right now. That and we I have like frail <laughs> glasses. Like yeah. I think it's cute that you trust us to have these like wine I glasses. Was, I wanted us to have matching glasses, I and love that. I thought that was like, oh, we're drinking. Oh, what are we drinking? We're drinking <laughs> the crafted artisan meaderies. Bananas Foster Forever, which is a mead with banana and natural flavors. It is delicious, and yeah. I love a good mead. It's absolutely lovely. And I was like, oh, this belongs in a wine glass. This is a really good mead. And um, I forgot who we were as people. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I am very, very nervous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, no, it'll But be this fine. is absolutely delicious. It is so delicious. Yeah. I love mead. I... One of the theaters I worked at uh, while I was in Cleveland, one of our local spots was a, like, mead bar. That's, like, what they had. Nice. And so I got really into it yeah. while doing shows there because what else do you do? Yeah. As actors, after you have shows, you drink, obviously. I feel like the last time I had mead was right before the uh, series finale of Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. And mead got me incredibly drunk, and I passed out halfway through it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my relationship with mead that is your mead story mm -hmm. that's a great story I like yeah, thank you i appreciate it thank you absolutely <laughs> validating my <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. incredibly boring story that i realized how boring it was as i was telling it <laughs> i liked it i was not being sarcastic at all i know it sounds like i am and it sounds like i'm kind of flat i'm gonna i swear to god guys i will raise my spirits i will i'm just so tired <laughs> i know i was just telling maggie i know we just came off of a long weekend yeah but since monday i've been like god is it fucking Saturday yet I don't want to wake up to my alarm <laughs> I know I just have five days off but please don't I just it's getting to the point where I'm like I I even love my company like my yeah. company's not terrible my job for the most part isn't awful yeah I just I don't want to work I don't want to do it I don't want to work anymore. I'm just over it <laughs> I'm so over it or if I have to work can it be something that I actually want to do, mm. but like sometimes. Yeah, that, that would be nice. <laughs> Not all the time. Like I want you to pay me for like full-time stuff, but I would like to work part-time hours. Yeah, when I feel if, like When it. I feel like <laughs> it, every once in a while. I would like to do three to four days of work a month and get paid as if I were working 40 hours a week. Yeah, I don't see what's so difficult yeah. about that. Why can't we just... I don't understand why they won't let me do that. It's Rude. So God, I'm just <laughs> fucking audacity of these people. Sorry, God. Anyway, well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, all of our listeners. You know, because that's what I'm here for, just gaining us listeners. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> Anyway, how was your week, Maggie? It was pretty 
good. I mean, like, I really have nothing to report. You had a great I, weekend, though, Thanksgiving I did, weekend. I did. I had a nice long weekend uh, that I spent uh, indulging in alcohol and weed. There we go. And so I feel like it was very successful. My pants are a little bit tighter. Um, and aren't us all. Yeah, aren't so all ours, thank you, Thanksgiving. <laughs> but I really appreciate that um, instead of doing traditional thanksgiving food what we've been doing the last couple years has just been doing just weird shit so this year we did korean barbecue for thanksgiving and it was delicious oh i love that so uh did the dog peeing on the bags affect thanksgiving dinner in any way (laughs) (laughs) so our listeners don't know this but I get a I get a message saying my shipped order just came and I went outside to grab it. The text basically said someone had a lapse in judgment and peed over the groceries. Yeah. So he had put the shipped bags down and the dog and Winston had walked up to it, sniffed it, and was like, hmm, there's a good spot to pee and pee right on the groceries as soon they as were, they get they there. Were, they were they were they were all they were salvageable. Oh yeah. Good. Okay. I'm assuming so because I but, didn't really hear anything. But Winston decided after. to make Thanksgiving all about him. He did. And you know what? He is a good boy, so for the most part, except for when he pees on groceries. Um and you know, he deserves to have Thanksgiving be all about him. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask, Maggie. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a couple years ago, he faked being injured on Thanksgiving to get what he wanted. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Dog's dramatic. And Thanksgiving is his holiday to, you know, just go nuts. It is. It is. He's like, I don't know why you're talking about other animals. This day is all yeah. about me. How dare you? How dare you? I am the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. So Thanksgiving was salvageable. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Oh my god! As soon as she sent me that text, I was like, "Oh no!" And of course, it's Thanksgiving. I was... so as soon as everyone gets their groceries, that's it, bro. Yeah, like... I was. We did end up having to go to the grocery store on Thanksgiving Day, which was Ugh. really exciting. And I was like, and there was the, "Do you want to come to the grocery store with me?" And I was like, "Well, not really." Like, no, you should. You're come. like that you sounds like come. an actual nightmare. Yeah, so I was like, "Okay, we gotta be fast because the dog shows on and." I got to watch the dog show. I'm so sad we missed the dog show. Oh, I know. I don't want to talk dogs. About it. There was a butt scoot on <gasps> the dog show. The there was. Oh, we almost so watched the movie. We almost watched Best in <laughs> Show because we missed the dog show. I was like, that would be amazing. Oh my god! How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving day was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was great. I spent it with some amazing friends of mine. I've made here in the city. Um, in our neighborhood too. So it's nice to just like go right down the street. Um, the food was so delicious. (laughs) Oh my God. It was so good. I made potatoes au gratin. Um, they were so good. Yeah. Cause literally myself and my friend who, she did help me make the dish. She was in charge. I like cut the potatoes. (laughs) Um, so when we were like getting everything together, she was like, hand me the garlic and she's going to put the garlic in. She's like, yeah, so the recipe says like two. She's like, and she just like keeps spooning in the garlic. And I'm like, do more. Cause yeah. if you ask me, I'm always more. Go for it. And she's like, if anyone complains, I'm going to say, I thought it meant two bulbs and not just yeah. the cloves. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't use two whole bulbs of garlic. Like, why wouldn't you do that? And no. they, and I will say, cause we did it with garlic, thyme, 
couple mm. of like uh I think we put Gouda. My favorite's Gouda. <laughs> I think we put that in there. It was divine. Yeah. It was delicious. I need to get this recipe from her because oh it was so good. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well. Do you have a hot take? Oh fuck. Oh for fuck's sake, yes. <laughs> well, I have to go back to my ways. Okay. Okay. Like I spoiled you guys for a little bit. She back. Yeah. The unprepared bitch. <laughs> um, let's see if I can think of a hot take by the time Maggie's done. Go. Okay. Um, my hot take, I do not have anything that's really, like, profound to say. My hot take mainly stems from the fact that over the, like, I don't, it was either yesterday or, like, really early this morning. I don't know. Time is meaningless. I've mm-hmm. lost all concept of it. But I started to wonder, what if, like, a stormtrooper or a clone trooper had to pee? Like, how would that work? Is there something in the suit that deals with that? Like, what happens with those bodily functions that you just can't happen? So that led me down a rabbit hole. Oh, no. Um. Yeah, so... There's a, you know, I went through some discussions and a lot of people were saying, oh, the cod pieces on the armor, you can just take them off. And I was like, okay, well, how do you get your junk out? It kind of looks like they're wearing a diaper, to be fair. Yeah. And so, but then someone was like, oh, it's pretty like futuristic tech. Maybe there's like a vacuum system or something. Like, oh, are they hooked up to like a catheter oh in God. there? And I'm like, <laughs> and so my hot me. take is that sometimes I don't need to know everything. Yeah, sometimes you don't. And I think this was a lesson learned in that sometimes it just, just go with it. I'm sorry. This was a lesson learned on that. Not the Chewbacca bathroom question that arose in your mind. This was the one that broke the bank. I still think the Chewbacca one is valid. I still think that is a valid question. I will give it to you, though. Someone's got to ask the hard questions. They do. They do. you are that someone. I mean, we know. That spaceships have showers. We saw Han and Chewie get in the shower together. And so, like, what happens if a stormtrooper sneezes? What happens if they, like, get... stormtrooper sneezes. Well, I want to know. Are there little windshield wipers on the inside that are just, like... Their uniform, it does look like they're wearing a diaper. Yeah, but it's, like, a cod piece in the front. So they take off the cod piece and, like, cool... That's understandable. Do they pee through their blacks? Do they, like, is there a, like, zipper in their blacks where they can just, like, whip it out and take a piss? Because, I mean, I get that it's much easier for men to pee, like, while doing other things because they have, you know, something to aim it with. But I just, I I wanted to know the logistics, and I did not get an answer. And that was hard for me as a Star Wars fan because there's answers to pretty much everything. Yeah. And I need to know more. I know there's stuff in Legends about how they deal with their, like, HUD displays in their helmets of, like, the the weird tongue thing. <laughs> we talked about that. We did talk we about did that. Talk we about did that. talk about that. But, like, where they're using their tongue to, like, control the HUD inside their helmet. But, like, I was like, bathroom logistics, I needed to know. And uh, I didn't get an answer. And I feel like that is a lesson for me specifically mm. that I I don't need to know everything. You and some things that, like sometimes it's good to keep a little mystery in the relationship and, and keep the magic alive by not knowing how stormtroopers and clone troopers pee in their armor. I agree. So, yeah, I hope. And I now hope everyone sticks. And now all of our listeners are thinking about it. Now everyone's thinking about it. And maybe 
just maybe in the book of Boba Fett or Kenobi oh, or Ahsoka, we might get some answers. We might get some fucking the, answers. The answers the fans really want to know. You guys, I, I hate myself. That's happen. my that's my hot take is no, that I need to be stopped. I need to be stopped. Well, I can't stop you because you don't tell me these things. You mm-hmm. just do it. You just dive right in. Well, I think about it and then I'm like, oh, I need to know. And that leads me down a rabbit hole. And then I end up in another rabbit hole and another rabbit hole and another rabbit hole. And that leads to like a two hour documentary about ancient Egypt somehow. And that has a tendency to happen. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because what doesn't end up in ancient Egypt? Everything. It oh. all comes back. Literally everything. You're not wrong. There. I know. So when I have an idea or a mm-hmm. thought, I usually just tweet about it, uh-huh. mull over it way too much, send you some funny memes about it, yeah. and probably still do it myself. So I, I really can't judge. Have a tendency to forget that Twitter exists. You do. I yeah, yeah. You do. Like you like you saying that just reminded me that I have a Twitter account. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All of my random thoughts. Pretty much go to Twitter. Yeah. I mean, um, to be fair, you know my Twitter only existed so I could enter that um, Shark Week contest for yes. the cage, like, cage diving with sharks. And, uh, a thousand percent. As yeah, I usually really only remember that Twitter exists during Shark Week. That's fair. Yeah. So That's fair. <laughs> uh, my hot take of the week mm-hmm. is, I was really trying to think of one. Yeah. I was listening, but I was also really <laughs> trying to think of one. Fair. I really think my hot take is... It might be more of an unpopular opinion. While I'm excited, it is a hot take. While I am, okay, let me preface it this okay. before the fanboys come for me. <laughs> While I am excited about the Book of Boba, yeah. I am. I'm definitely more excited about Kenobi, and I see that yeah. being several seasons long. I can see the Book of Boba Fett being a one season series. Oh, yeah. I see it being like a one-off adventure, this yeah. tale of him taking over Jabba's fucking throne and what happens with those crime syndicates. Yeah. I can't see it spanning into a really long-lasting, plot-driven yeah. thing. I, Do you I, know what I mean? Oh, I no. I, it, like, I, 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 I see I, it being a one-series. No, I, I feel like that, sounds, that seems very plausible. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just like, no, that seems plausible that it would be. Yeah. But yeah, so I see Kenobi being more of an extended storyline. That and the Mandalorian, obviously. Yeah. We're already pretty much in it with the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, Book of Boba Fett, I can see it being a one, a really fun one-season series. Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to like see the tale, the, the adventure um, that we're going to get and how he got there and what's going to happen with the yeah. crime syndicates. I think it's going to be really fun. I don't see it being very deep at all, though. So, we'll see. Yeah. Deep as in like multi-season. Oh, yeah. Like, like an extensive. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'm, I am, I'm so curious as to what the Book of Boba Fett is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay either way. Like, yeah. Want, either want, way, it's some fun, like I said, some yeah. fun content for us. Yeah. Awesome. More I'm power to you. super fi- fine with either way. Um, also... That being said, we got, like, another Book of Boba Fett trailer came out. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. There's, like, a, yeah, like, another one came out. There were, like, two back-to-back. They were, like, short teasers. And there's still no Kenobi trailer. 
And of course not. It's like I, they know the fan favorite. Oh, Disney does that. We I know. barely got a Spider-Man trailer. I know. And I like 100% normally do not buy into the, the hype, like the rumor mill sort of thing. But a couple of, of, of accounts that I really trust, they're reporting we're like oh it's definitely coming out on disney plus day and i feel lied to and i feel duped and you know that's that's on me that was heartbreaking yeah that's on me i i know better maybe they really wanted you to feel taylor's new album because it did come out on the same day and they were yeah and you know what to make you sad and feel this and because of that i did feel it i felt it so hard so hard (laughs) disney you better watch it you are dangerously close to being our jake gyllenhaal and you don't want that you do not want that (laughs) don't you dare Oh my god. Um <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. We're just going to pretend that that's why cuz you know the world revolves around Taylor's a fan. <laughs> Absolutely not. Maybe like yelling at Disney to give back the scarf. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me. So that's officially my canon reasoning yeah. for why Disney didn't deliver. <laughs> no, they always do that bullshit. Though. Like I know. I said, I mean, like, that's like, why uh, I was like, I was not get- getting my hopes up. I was not getting my hopes up. And the day that we recorded, I read a couple of those things of, of that week where I was like, yes, it, we're supposed to be getting this tomorrow. I will become a monster. And 100% when that trailer comes out, I will be a fucking monster. But it didn't happen. Because... And I let myself get my hopes up. And it hurt Disney. You know what, Maggie? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes events in life, they just, they break our hearts and oh. they <laughs> don't give a fuck about us. And it happens. And Disney, I hope you're listening because this is all about you. <laughs> because they're definitely listening. <laughs> um, Obviously, we've already talked about this. Dave Filoni is like our number one fan. Duh. <laughs> on that note, let's, okay, just, let's just pop into an ad here. Okay, Maggie, why not? <laughs> That is so funny. I forgot that that happened on the same day until you said it and reminded me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I got, like, really excited and then completely crushed completely all in, like, crushed. within a very short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> all of the, you were the chosen one, memes. <laughs> Damn it. Like, hey, Disney, thanks for the nothing thanks on Disney Plus nothing. Day. Except for that Boba Fett, do- Boba Fett documentary. That was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I thoroughly Still enjoyed that. It. All right, let's dive into this shit this week. Hell yeah. Yeah. So who are our syndicates this week? This week we are talking about the Pike Syndicate, which I'm Ooh. so excited to talk about them. Fun. So the Pike Syndicate, a.k.a. the Pike family or just the Pikes, they are a crime syndicate made up of the Pike species so kind of the same deal as black sun where the members like where black sun the members are fall or like the leadership and members are falling but not all fallings are black sun yeah not all pikes are pikes but all pikes are pikes it's more confusing because they have the same name (laughs) yeah a little bit a little bit a little bit so the pike species not the syndicate the species they are a sentient humanoid species from the planet obadiah and Obadiah, of course, is in the Outer Rim because everything is in the Outer Rim. Literally everything is in the Outer Rim. <laughs> so that planet, it's located in the Kessel sector of the Kessel system. And we obviously all know the Kessel run. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you, you literally do know this. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> know it this. Like you say everything. I know. Um, but I do know this one. Yeah. But the planet Kessel is actually right next to Obadiah. So that's mainly why the Pikes have this like stronghold. 
is because they're it's their right place. Mm. Yeah. Got it. So the pikes they have, um, they're very, very lanky, very t- like very tall, like taller than most humans. Um, they got a big head, tiny face, some little tendrils hanging off their chins. <laughs> They've got um, their hands are three fingered hands. They either have magenta or blue eyes, and they have yellow blood. Just in case you were wondering what color their blood is, I don't know why, but like you pretty much described the white species of people who made the clones. Except minus the long neck. No, they don't have the long neck. But they kind of have, like... Every other feature is them, No, though. their heads are, like, big. Oh, their, their heads, okay. the, the way that um, Wikipedia describes their heads is that their heads are unsettlingly large. Um, and that it makes, it tends to make other species very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. no. But, have like, we so their heads actually are, seen them in anything? Yeah, we, said, we saw them in Solo. When they're on Kessel stealing the coaxium, the guy that Kira kills... Yeah. They've got, like, the helmet thing on. We'll get into why you don't see exactly what I just described in Solo on Kessel in a minute. Okay. So, getting back to the Syndicate, by the time that the Clone Wars broke out, they're, like, a very well-established crime people. Um, and ba- <laughs> I I spaced out on the word Syndicate for a moment. Um, <laughs> and basically, they dominated the spice trade. And spice in Star Wars is is, especially, is essentially Star Wars drugs. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars drugs and a complete knockoff of Dune. Oh, are these like our weed dealers of the Star I Wars think, galaxy? I would, I would think more along the lines of like uh, opium. Oh. Like opium, like drugs. Oh, damn. We're talking like drug drugs. Not oh, like shit. weed. Like, they're, they're, it's the heavy stuff. Oh, damn. So the Pikes pretty much control the entire spice production in the ga- in a galaxy far, far away. They're pretty mm-hmm. much, they're the kingpins. Got it. Um, so they control the spice mines on Kessel. But the reason why you probably didn't recognize what I described as a Pike in Solo is because the atmosphere on Kessel can be lethal to the pike species. So they have to wear, when they're on this planet, they have to wear breathing masks and lead-lined clothing. That's so to... cruel. It's literally right next to them. And, yeah, it's and they and they get, well, they're not the greatest species. Ever. Like they're That's where they are, like yeah. the drug dealers. Yeah, are. they're like the drug dealers. They're not good. Uh, <laughs> they're not great. Cass, remember, most of the people we're talking about in this series are not good people. Yeah, to, so to, to spend any length of time on Kessel where like it's pretty much their factory where they're pushing out all this spice, all this drugs and coaxium hyper, uh, hyper fuel. Mm. They also mine that there, but we're mainly going to talk about the, the drugs. Uh, (laughs) uh, They have to wear the breathing masks and the lead line clothing so that they can even just be on the planet. Wow. Yeah. Well, damn. So basically, they run their quote-unquote business from Obadiah, and production is on Kessel. And then they use, like, smugglers and freighters to move the product to Coruscant, which is, um, like, pretty much how they know everyone and have been in everyone's business. Like, literally all of our, most of our major players in Star Wars have had some form of a dealing with the Pikes. Oh, wow. Like, I don't think. I don't know if Luke has, but I can't think of a Luke example off the top of my head. But most of the other ones have had some sort of dealing with okay. the Pikes. And how did they get the spice on Kessel? Well, slaves, obviously. They're not good people. They're not good people. Well, they're not good humanoid alien 
species. Species. <laughs> so. Exactly. They've had, and prior to all of this shit happening, they've had dealings with Maul, and then they end up joining up with Maul later. Like, they kind of just go back and forth with people of who, we're mad at you now, we're not mad at you now, kind of deal. Okay. They're very wishy-washy with people. God, Darth Maul, I swear to God. He gets his shit in everything. A character that we see, like, twice in the prequels, mm-hmm. he is involved in everyone's yeah. story. Yeah. He's everywhere. Um, He's all over the place. Getting back to the pike. So prior to the Clone Wars, Supreme Chancellor Valorum, who was Palpatine's predecessor. Yeah, of course. He sent Master Sifo-Dyas to Obadiah with the um, Supreme Chancellor's aide, Silman, basically to conduct these secret negotiations with the Pikes because their monopoly on spice and the fact that it's like a super powerful drug and that like that's causing problems in itself. But their monopoly on the spice was it was was pretty much pushing Coruscant, like the crime families on Coruscant, really close to a felt like a full out war. And so he sends them there and he like this was supposed this had to be secret because they couldn't be seen negotiating with the Pikes because they're bad. Yeah. And this this all all of this shit happens after Sifo-Dyas contacted the Kaminoans about getting a clone army. Mm-hmm. And Dooku found out about this clone army, and he wanted it. And so what Dooku did was Dooku contacted the Pikes and paid them to shoot down Sifo-Dyas' uh, ship. Oh, wow. Yeah. And basically, the Pikes, in, in teaming up with Dooku, who they only know as Tyrannus. They don't really understand that this is Dooku. They know him okay. as, as Tyrannus. They decided that they were going to work with him because they wanted to get a leg up on the crime competition, and Dooku paid them well. Of course. So when they go to where the, the ship crashed, they find that the crash, you know, they find Sifo-Dyas' dead body. But they also find Silman there, who's still alive. So what they do is they take Silman and basically just imprison him, and then give Sifo-Dyas' body to Dooku, and don't tell him about Silman. And... Basically, they had an insurance policy against Dooku because as Lom Pike, who was the head of the syndicate at the time, he recognized how dangerous this Tyrannus or you know, Dooku, as we know him to be, mm-hmm. was. And basically, he's covering their asses. So he, he basically says any man that's willing to pay to have a Jedi killed is dangerous and unpredictable. So they keep Selman alive. And like, just in case... Tyrannus comes back. They're like, hey, we have a witness here to all the shit that you pulled. Yeah. So, jumping ahead, we'll come back to Silman in a second. How they get involved with the Shadow Collective. I think we've we've brought this up before in a past episode, probably one of the Mandalore episodes. So, after Maul convinced Black Sun to join this the Shadow Collective by killing all their leaders. Yeah. Um, when they're kind of like rounding things up, the Pikes show up of their own accord. And basically just said, like, we want to join you. They weren't asked to join. They just heard about what happened to the Black Sun. And they're like, yeah, we're in. We're we're absolutely in. Like, yeah. when Maul asks, uh, I think it's like Maul or Vizsla asks uh, Lom Pike, hey, why are you here? And Lom Pike basically just says, the underworld's a small community. I have no desire to oppose you. So... The criminal underworld of the Star Wars galaxy is full of fucking gossips. Yeah, a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> 100%. <are> <laughs> so they then turn and help Maul, quote unquote, convince the Huts to join by attacking and killing a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they also take part in all the fake attacks on Mandalore when Death Watch is trying to take over Mandalore. You know, Duchess is killed and things don't quite work out the way Maul planned, but he's still yeah. in charge. He's still in charge. He has the puppet prime minister and everything. Yeah. But, you know, there's some drama along the way. So after all that shit goes down on Mandalore, they the Pikes end up actually helping the Jedi at one point. Like, they huh. literally will just do whatever is best for them. Yeah. So, you know, crime. Sounds about uh, right. <laughs> oh, my God. And basically, Anakin and Obi-Wan are searching for what happened to sifo because, you know, shit doesn't add up. They said that his body was on Felucia, which a different planet. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, he was burned as in according to their customs. And, like, this doesn't make any sense. We found his ship on a moon circling Obadiah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that leads them it that leads them to the pikes. And Lom basically when they when they approach him, basically just tells them that they that hey, we have Silman and you can have him if you just kinda let us off the hook for killing a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this plan could have potentially worked for Lom if uh Dooku hadn't shown up. Oh, no. Yeah, so Dooku shows up. He kills Silman, who'd gone completely insane by oh, this no. point. The Pikes and the Jedi pretty much, they team up to fight Dooku. And the whole dealio ends with Lom dead and Dooku escaping. But this is how Anakin and Obi-Wan find out that Dooku is Tyrannus, that they've been searching for this, like, Darth Tyrannus. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, this guy. Oh, you him. Oh, my God. Um... Is Obadiah um, the main guy? That's a planet. Oh. Yeah. For some reason, that went over my well, head, and I thought you were talking about a guy, because that is someone's, is, like, name. I feel like that is a name. Um, So, who's the main guy? Lom? Yes, but okay. Lom, Lom is now... Lom... Lom's dead. Yeah. So, to me, from yeah. what I've gathered so far, yeah. this is 1,000% our Scarface. Of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> he yes. is Tony. He is Tony. He is Tony Montana. He is a hundred percent. Absolutely. Everyone's just screwing everybody over. Everybody's just um, killing everybody in the shower. Everybody's just like Yeah. All over the place. Nobody's telling the truth though. Everyone's going behind everybody's back. Lots of secrets. And in the end, yeah. you die. Yeah, pretty much. As one does. So after Lom died. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, Marg. Grim, basically, he succeeds Lom Pike as the head of the syndicate. And Krim uh, doesn't have full support of the Pikes. And so Krim's the one who, when Zaitan Moj from the Black Sun, when he approaches the Pikes, he's the one that is approached and like, hey, we should merge our syndicates together and create a super syndicate. And Marg huh. is like, no, I'm not going to do that. So Zaitan kips, uh, kidnaps his wife and two children. As like you do. Like you do. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, that sounds like solid negotiating tactics. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay. Yeah. That's what you do in Star Wars. 
when in doubt, just kidnap them. Just yeah, take the children. Pretty much. And, <laughs> and because Prim doesn't have the full support of the Pikes, he can't really, like, turn to the Pikes to be like, hey, can you rescue my family? And so that's why, that's how uh, he ends up hiring Asajj Ventress and Quillen Voss oh, to rescue his family, uh, which they're they're super successful for. Of course um, they are. So basically, like, sticking with the wishy-washiness of who are we... Who are we affiliated with? Who do we hate right now? Uh, they go back and forth with like the Black Sun, with the Shadow Collective, and eventually, like so, you know, some other shit happens. Obviously, but it's like stuff in Solo, and I'm not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, they just say fuck it to the Shadow Collective when they don't see a profit in in it anymore. They've been attacked, and Maul didn't send backup. They have had all this, you know, nonsense back and forth with Black Sun where they end up, you know, kidnapping Pike members' families. And then they end up defending the Black Sun. And then the Black Sun defends them. And then nobody's helping them. They're like, fuck it. We're done with this. Yeah. Yeah. So they leave that. Okay. But I'm terrible at ending these. But what really, because I was just looking for what really sets the Pikes apart from other syndicates. And first off, the Pikes are fucking feared. In the galaxy. Yeah. Every time that. that the pikes are brought up, people do not want to deal with them. Yeah. They're like, the, mm, no. Like, they're leaders. Their leaders get their hands dirty. Black Sun will send people out there. Crimson Dawn sends people out there. The Huts obviously send people out there. They're giant slugs. Yeah. I could absolutely see them being like that, though. I mean, come on. This is a group of people that you literally said they, they're savage. Yeah. They themselves go to a planet that is lethal to them just to get the product they are pumping. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. They really don't. They're like, like indestructible, according to them. They're, they I mean, view themselves they're as legit. They're not just spice dealers. Yeah. They are also spice users. Yeah. So they're getting high on their own supply. And Tony, all the way. All the way. 100%. 100%. Like, pretty much every pike that we see without like the breathing mask on has these like red stains on their they have it on like their mouth on their little tendrils hanging off their face they have these red stains on their fingertips Mm. and the stains aren't natural coloring to them that's that's a spice stain and like when anakin and obi-wan meet with lom lom is just like first off he appears visibly high and not just that he is also using spice in front of these jedi jesus yeah so they're high off their own supply, and imagine like a, you know going toe to toe with like a dude on meth, Ugh. or somebody on like fucking bath salts. They're yeah. goddamn crazy. Yeah, they're batshit fucking crazy. Like they're like we've seen so many of our like key players in Star Wars go up against the Pikes. Like we had um, Dryden Voss talks about in Solo how they have a very kind of like shaky relationship, and he doesn't want to piss him off. Mm-hmm. Um, Han Solo's gone up against them. We've had uh, Ahsoka Tano has gone up against them, and nobody really wants to fight them. Even when they showed up in the Bad Batch, um, in that first season, the Bad Batch does not want to deal with them. And there are only like three Pikes that show up, I think, in that episode. But they take out an entire gang because of a missing shipment of spice. And the Bad Batch finds out about this. They could probably take out these three Pikes. But if you take out those three pikes, how many more pikes are going to come after you? Yeah. 
and they are petty. They will go after you. They will, like, one of them says, if you don't find, I, I think it's the Bad Batch where they're like, if you don't find this spice, we'll show you real pain. Yeah. Like, you don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I, I always right. get so excited when I see the Pikes show up on screen because it's just like, you're like, oh, what's going to happen now? You don't know. <laughs> they're either going to help you or they're going to try and fucking destroy you. Absolutely. Based on how they're feeling. And there's a they're just essentially a bunch of drug users with way too much power. Yeah, sounds like the Death Eaters. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if the Death Eaters were hardcore <laughs> drug users, like, let's be real. Pretty much. Like, with way too much power. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. So or th- anyone who works at the ministry. Mm. Um, yeah, like, there were so many stories about the Pikes and, like, how do I just, like, narrow it down? <laughs> That's nuts. Like, That's a great they, overall description of yeah. who they are as a people and a yeah. syndicate. <laughs> yeah. And they also were at the auction of Han Solo. Of course I feel they like were. everyone was at that everybody auction. Everybody was at the auction of Han Solo. <laughs> and Literally. everyone was pissed that they lost. Everyone showed up. <laughs> Everyone's like, I got to see this with my own eyes. I got to see this. I got to bid on this shit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've got a bone to pick with this guy. <laughs> yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, yeah, so these are the crazies. These are the yeah. loonies of our crime syndicates. Mm-hmm. They're the crazy people. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're not overall Death Eaters. I feel like they're the, that, like, Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange like, yes. group of Death Eaters. They are straight out of Azkaban. Yeah. They like, are they're straight little, up crazy. They're a little nuts. They're off the rocker. hundred <laughs> percent. Straight. <laughs> oh, that's the shirt I need. Straight out of Azkaban. <laughs> Uh, I now want that t-shirt <laughs> oh my god yeah interesting yeah so this is our drug cartel of the Star That's Wars the universe the drug cartel of the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. you know what's interesting to me too I just because to us spice is spice yeah. and it is a major export around mm-hmm. our world yeah so the reference about Poe being a spice runner mm-hmm. To me, was like, like Poe Dameron has probably had dealings with the Pikes. Yeah, but to me, yeah. I was literally thinking like Christopher Columbus going to India to try to find spices, spice runner. I'm like, why is this so offensive to everyone? Literally, <laughs> like, why are they all so shocked? Why are they all so shocked. Yeah. But like, spice in the Star no, Wars universe is super weird because it can u- be used for like medicinal things. It can be used for you know the right reasons, but you can also take it and make it into these really powerful drugs. Yeah. It sounds like any drug substance. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Pr- pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So it should be a controlled substance within the Star Wars universe. Good but Lord. also, according to Wikipedia, spice can also refer to um, stuff to garnish food with, such as salt. Star Wars is fucking weird. That's what I mean. That's why I'm like, what? But, That's what I was imagining when we found out Poe was a spice runner. I was yeah. Like, okay. Also, spice is 100% ripped off of Dune. Oh. Dune came out. I still haven't seen Dune. Yeah, I'm Dune. Dune. Uh, the book came out like I think it's like ten or eleven years before Star Wars came out, and it was a huge influence on Star Wars. Absolutely. So that's where spice comes from. From George Lucas, full on. He's like, <laughs> just, we're just gonna. Go we're not even it. gonna change it. <laughs> we're gonna go with spice. So them's the Pikes. They're fucking scary and usually high. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um. Yeah. Well, I hope this week when I'm researching images to put on our lovely Instagram, it's not so hard. I love hearing about these crime syndicates. Oh my god, they've been so I'm hard to find images. Shocked for. to the the artistic fans out there 
have them publish their artwork and what they think these crime syndicates look like. To be to be fair, there's not much we know about the crime aura in general. Yeah. Um. So that one was rough. What do we do next? Uh. Uh. What's their fuckers? We did Black Sun next. Black Sun. Yeah. Black Sun. There's. Nobody I, wants to Google that. I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, first off, you have the the difficulty of, of finding anything about Black Sun on Instagram through hashtags because you end up going down the wrong rabbit hole. Um, and then, of course, then if you try and, like, Google Falling, it just, like, half the time it tends, it sends you to people who've just misspelled Fallen. Um <laughs> I feel like the pikes are going to be a little easier to find artwork True, especially for. Especially because we've seen them. Yeah. A Crimson Dawn will be easier to find artwork for. And the huts, like, I know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll have no problem with Duh. that. <laughs> That's going to be great. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's going to get progressively easier yeah. to find artwork. Yeah. I think it's funny, though. I'm like, huh. All the artists out there who are like, major fanboys or major just fans, fangirls. Yeah. Fan I, don't, I, don't I don't blame anyone for the lack of Crimora. <laughs> No, yeah, you're right. You're right. That was very much up to the imagination. But I was excited to see people's imagination. Yeah. I was excited Where to be like, what if people think of them? But that did not happen. No, it did not. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. that I, like, I, I like that we have a solid Tony Montana of a galaxy yes. far, far away. There's always one in every universe. You got to have one. You got to put chaos in there. <laughs> so what did we have? We had the emo... Emo goth punk uh, punk kids. Crimora. Who were the Black Sun? They were the influencers. The influencers. Oh, the <laughs> oh yeah, they're the influencers with their high ponies. Um, and now we have we have the Tony faces of the world, the Tony Montanas of the world. It is what it is. I mean, come on. I, also, the way you describe their planet and how is I mean where they, they are getting where they are getting their drugs yeah. and how it's actually lethal to them. Like, I'm sorry, is that not Miami? <laughs> like that's Miami. <laughs> okay, so the planet Obadiah is also described very similarly to the way that the pikes are described. It's described as being like very like unsettling and unwelcoming. Yeah, uh-huh. to people like there's like obsidian mountains. I think there and oh, just like the pikes are you like you go up to like the pikes like castle that they mm-hmm. have very wealthy like and when they when Anakin and Obi-Wan show up to meet with Lom he's sitting in like a throne drinking like a green space martini yeah because they then like he to offers... flaunt their wealth oh, they yeah. absolutely like to flaunt their wealth pretty much the first thing he does with Anakin and Obi-Wan is offers them a drink of course yeah he's a good host okay <laughs> if Tony's anything he's a yeah. good host he's a good host like and he also <laughs> wants to like oh I'm fucked up you're not fucked up get fucked up Let's with me get fucked Let's do this. Let's do this. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna do some drugs right I have in front a of you. The spice on my deck. Let's put our face in it. <laughs> Hello, essential law enforcement of a galaxy far, far away. Let me do these drugs in front of Absolutely. you. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh my god! Now I need like a Michelle Pfeiffer of a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> who's gonna be? Who's gonna be her? Oh, man, that'll be interesting. I forgot to write down Crim's wife's name. <laughs> oh no. Well, anyway. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, that was I enjoyed fun. that. I do. I enjoy the Pikes so, so I mean, much because you don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah. every Everyone needs a little bit of chaotic evil in their life every now and then. You oh, my God. They are 100%. No pun intended. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> they are 100% like 
Hewer's like chaos energy. Like when they Absolutely. go when they go into battle, Pikes just run out guns blazing. Like their leaders in the front. Yeah. Like it, Lom was the one like who decided to go up against Dooku. You have a Sith in front of you with a lightsaber, and you're like, I got it. It's a great idea. He didn't have it, but. <laughs> But he really thought he did. He believed he did. And that is the true American dream. And that okay. is what drugs will do to you. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> Sometimes you should not be as confident as you are. Sometimes you should not be. Well, there we go. That Those are our Pike Syndicate of this week. Those are our fun, chaotic evil of the week. Yeah. And just remember, not all Pikes are Pikes, but all Pikes are Pikes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys again for tuning in. Thanks for coming back, guys. I love this series. This is so much fun. We're getting all, but you know me. Yeah. I hear a story and I want to side with them. I want to yeah. be like, oh, but where's their heart? Where's yeah. their intentions? You're like, Cass, do they, I have to they, remind Cass, you again? These they, are not good people. They, the have, they keep slaves who they treat horribly it's not good. to mine for drugs. Yes, don't do that. Don't to do that. spread over the galaxy. No. Don't like that one. And they're bad. They are bad. They're, they're bad people. Bad people. You do not want to end up in a Pike jail if what happened to Silman is any indication. Like he no. went full on fucking crazy, but he did make friends with the rodents in his cell. Good for him. Yeah, he made friends. Absolutely. He died pretty soon after that. But I've started naming the rats that scurry past me in Hell's Kitchen on my way to the train. Oh, I used to do that in Fight Eye. Isn't it great? I know. One of oh, them ran up to their back. One of them ran up to me with a little tortilla chip in his mouth, and he just kind of like got on his back legs, and he looked at me. He's like, "Look at this tortilla chip," and I was like, "Look, look at you, <laughs> you go, buddy!" Man. And then he ran back into the trash. Aw, yeah. Mine just like they just scurry along the brownstones and the apartment buildings on Hell's Kitchen along the sidewalk, and I'm like, "Oh, there you go, buddy." That was Goodbye. Just me trying not to step on him. That was a good thing about fire eye rats. Fire eye rats are like were smaller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, like, the tiny ones, not, like, the big motherfuckers. Oh, no, that these were guys like, are the big ones. Oh, I'm no. Like, oh, okay. oh. I see you. Don't you worry. Like, oh, you're the size <laughs> of a small cat. A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. No, the little ones in Fido, they're the little guys. Aww. And they just kind of look at you and like, hey. And then we're like, hey. I exist here, too. And then we, and then you part ways. I like that. Yes. I appreciate that. You have to share. Okay? <laughs> the city is everybody's home. All right? The rats, too. But don't, I don't know don't. how we got on that tangent. Yeah, I don't know either, but it happened. And, and here we are. Uh, we can't take it back. But also don't touch rats that oh, are domesticated. That. No, absolutely not. No. If your no. friend has a pet rat, fine, touch it. But no. if you're on the street, don't touch a rat. No, no. Yeah, that's bad. So. Absolutely not. Um, all right. Well, you guys have a great yeah. <laughs> week ahead of you. Yeah. Have a fantastic week. Happy December. Yeah. Yay. Yay. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yeah. Oh it God. did It did snow here. which is lovely. And I missed it. Uh, it was only like flurries though, so it's fine uh, for I, not very long. I fully went and stood outside in the flurry and it was like, hmm, snow, good. And then I was like, I went back inside. Uh, I'm I not good at telling stories. I was very stories. deep in the office. <laughs> like, my stories are, are so incredibly That's boring. It. Literally nothing has happened to me this week, so all of my stories are That's not a bad lame. thing, though. It's yeah, we know. Nice. It's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. I love those weeks. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Don't be dicks. Um, be kind. Be nice. Tip your servers. Be tip genuine. your bartenders. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. And keep wearing your masks and... Uh, get your booster shot. I'm scheduled for my next week. I'm oh, me happy. too. Yay, I'm yeah. going on Thursday. What? Are you going on Thursday? Yeah. Are you, wait, shut up. Are you going to the CVS? No. Oh, I was like, shut up. I'll meet you. 
On that note, guys, <laughs> we will let you go. Have a great rest of your week. We yeah. love you all. We will see you next week for yet another super fun tale of uh, crime more crime. Family. More crime. All the more crime. crime. All crime, all the time. You rhymed. Ha ha. Uh-huh. Okay, that's it. The end. Okay, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> Bye. I love Bye. you, mean it. <laughs>